This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and today we're on location here at Hair the Dog Wine and Spirits in Easton, Maryland, right here in my hometown. This is my home wine store. I, we haven't figured out if I'm the number one or number two customer, but I know I'm in the top ten. <laughs> and I am here with Joe Petro, the owner of Hair the Dog Wine and Spirits. If you come to St. Michael's, if you celebrate on the shore or anywhere in the area, you have to know about this store because you really have, I think, the widest selection of anywhere in the area. Joe, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for being here, Lori. It's, it's a great pleasure to finally have you in here, uh, not as a customer, which we see often, uh, but uh, as, a, uh, as a professional on the other side. So, yeah, it's great to have you. Not that I'm unprofessional no, when I'm here, no. but, yeah, <laughs> I'm always stocking up for my relatives. Okay, so Hair of the Dog, Wine and Spirits, love the name. We all know what Hair of the Dog is, right? A little bit of a hangover, have a little Hair of the Dog. Right, sometimes right, that right. works, sometimes it backfires. But it's a fun name, and I think it really evokes the attitude and the philosophy you guys have here. So tell me a little bit about when you decided to own a wine store, which probably is a dream of a lot of people. Um, <laughs> what is your yeah, or nightmare? What's your philosophy here for the store? Give folks, if they haven't been into the store before, a little idea of what they can expect. Okay, so uh, we started the store about 10 years ago. Actually, this is our 10th year anniversary, and uh, we celebrated in August. Um, when we decided to get into this business, and we might have had a little bit too much to drink when we made that decision, uh, we wanted to do something that uh, kind of changed the paradigm of, of liquor stores. And I think, unfortunately, at the time, and it still holds true some today, is the bar's kind of low. And, uh, and what we wanted to do was make us have a store that was friendly, fun, unintimidating, uh, and, and a place that was easy to shop at. Uh, a lot of the stores, even now, uh, you, you walk into the store and you're you're climbing around case stacks or trying to maneuver down an aisle and it's cluttered and it, it's very busy in that sense. Uh, when you walk in the hair of the dog, I think the first thing that you get is, wow, the openness. Uh, it's a, it's, I get more comments from people that come in the first time, wow, this has got to be the prettiest liquor store I've ever been in. It's nice to be pretty, but what makes it even more functional is that it's open. You can walk down aisles. You're not climbing over stacks of products that are stacked to the ceiling. Uh, we have all that, but we have it in a way that's easy to shop at. It's clean. You come in and you don't have to worry about dirt, you know, dirt and whatever. It's just a nice right. clean store and fun place to shop. Overall, when we, when we decided to get into the business, we wanted to focus on wine and the intimidation factor that we thought was in the wine industry. And I know that's a, that's a subject that you always address when you're out. Exactly. And we are, I just had my 10-year anniversary on December 7th. Okay, so we well, started the same year. And I think I found you guys right away. Um, and what I loved about it is true. You guys are the same way. You know, let's make wine fun and approachable. Nobody is going to look down on you no matter what bottle you pull off right. the shelf here. And in fact, you're always there to help. And sometimes people go into those big wine stores and there's no one to help them. Mm -hmm. Or if they do ask for help and they say, oh, I usually drink X, Y, Z, they might get somebody, you know, giving exactly. them a dirty look. You're not going to get that at Hair of the Dog, right? We say to, to people, I mean, really when it gets down to it, wine is just grape juice with a little bit of fermentation. Yeah. And now, obviously, that's not to insult all the great winemakers all over the world. There's obviously a lot more involved in that. But when it comes down to it, it is that. And it's, it's a personal choice. Uh, and so we, we love customers that come in and say they're having a dinner party and they need help with their wine. And can you help us choose the wine that goes with the menu? We love that. But we also are happy when customers come in and say, I want a bottle of White Zen. I'm, I'm doing prime rib, and I want a bottle of White Zen. Would I drink it? No, not necessarily. But if that's what they want, we want to make sure that they get that and not look down our nose and not tell them that they're dumb or that's not the right choice of wine because it is all an individual choice. And, uh, and what I like to tell my wine buyer, our wine diva, who you'll be speaking to shortly, um, 
you know, we're still here to sell wine. Ultimately, it's what we are. And uh, we're not a wine museum. So we love to have great wines. And we, and we have a, a breadth of wines, I think, that, that will match anybody. But ultimately, we want to make sure we have the wines that the customer wants when they come in the store, if they have a particular wine in mind. So I think we, we, we accomplish that uh, in a fun, friendly environment that's, that makes it easy to shop. And the other thing that I noticed about you guys right from the start, 10 years ago, is the way you organize the store. Because it's a little bit different than the traditional way of organizing by geography, which is one way, all the French wines with the French wines. Or another way is, you know, all the Chardonnays with the Chardonnays. You are organizing the store around the style of wine. So give us a little idea of what that's like. Because I think that's very different from a lot of wine stores that people have been to. Yeah, it's very different. And again, it, it ties into our philosophy of making wine unintimidating and inviting. Uh, and so what we do is we, we group our wines by what we call flavor types. Uh, you walk into the store, white wines are on one side and all the reds are on the other side. So right off the bat, we can kind of separate where do you want to go as far as wine choices that day. And then beyond that, we break it down by flavor types. So for instance, we're looking at our red wine section now. We have three sections. Uh, the first section, we call it juicy and fruity. Uh, wines, that you, <laughs> wines that you'll typically find in that section will be Pinot Noirs, uh, Beaujolais, some Cote de Rhones. Again, not necessarily every Cote de Rhone would be in that section or, or every blend may, may not be in that section. It's depending on that particular style wine, uh, it will be a lighter, a little fruitier, a little juicier style. Not sweet, but you know, more notes of fruit. Um, then we move up from that section to a little bit of a heavier style, what we call smooth and velvety. You're going to see a lot of blended reds, uh, some Bordeaux, um, some Malbecs. Again, there may be a Malbec that's in that medium smooth and velvety section that you may also see in our third section of red wines that we call big and bold. Again, it's based on the style of that particular wine, not the particular varietal or, like you said, where it comes from. So within each of those sections, we have stylistically similar style wines. uh, And then within that one area, we'll have them by region. So if you're looking for juicy and fruity wines from California, They'll be all in that same row, let's say. So, so it is different than the, the old style, all the wines by varietal or all the wines by region. And the we, reason we did, did that was um, folks will come in and say, you know, I, I like blended red wines. So we'll, we'll take them to what we call smooth and velvety, and it'll be all the, the blended reds from California, let's say. Once they get comfortable in that section, then we can say, hey, you know, you've been drinking this red blend from California all the time. Have you considered a Bordeaux? Let's look at that. So we're still in that same section of reds, but it's a different style wine that's blended. Uh, so it makes it fun for customers. That it, it, it promotes them to try wines that they may not have tried. They don't get into that comfort zone and stick in that one area. I love that because there are tens and hundreds of thousands of different kinds of wine, and people do fall, like, they find something they like, and they're afraid to break out of that. Sure. We're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to take some wine with your wine diva and then later you're going to come back and do some really fun artisanal spirits for us but if folks have not been to hair of the dog wine and spirits can you let them know how they can visit you here in the store and online sure absolutely as you said if you're heading down to oxford st michael's which a lot of folks do uh, we're right off the easton bypass in easton uh actually if you're heading to the beach it's the same thing it's just a quick uh jump off route 50 get on the bypass we're right on the bypass and you get right back on 50 and head down to the beach uh, we are uh, on Facebook. We're on all the social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and our website is www.hair-o-the-dog. Makes it a little cumbersome to type in, but once you put it in there, it'll always be there for yeah. you. And if you Google Hair of the Dog Easton, Maryland, you're going to find You'll it find easy. It All right. Well, we'll be right back on The Sipping Point. Uh, stay tuned for some holiday wines from the Wine Diva. 
This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I am still here on location at Hair of the Dog Wine and Spirits in Easton, Maryland. We had a great little chat with Joe Petro, the founder and owner of Hair of the Dog, but now... I cannot come here and not taste wine with the wine diva, Leanne Young. Thank you for joining me. I asked you, I tasked you with picking out a couple of great holiday wines, and you are the wine woman here at the store. Why don't you tell us a little bit, how did you even come to be doing this? Because people always want to know that, right? How did you come to work here at Hair of the Dog? Well, kind of like you, I uh, started in the, I guess, corporate business world. I used to be an executive officer of a trade association uh, filled with volunteers. And after 10 years, I was like, ah, okay, I need to get out and about. So I kind of stumbled into working here at Hair of the Dog and just started working my way up and tasting and learning and asking a lot of questions. And it turns out I have a pretty good palate. So I've been told and customers seem to like what I've picked. And I have several that come in and, hey, can you fill out my cart for me? I'm like, sure. You know, it's just a matter of tasting and learning and asking questions and never stopping. My understanding is you'll never know everything about wine. I totally agree. And if you meet someone who says they know everything about wine, then they know nothing about wine. Um, And you didn't mention you also have a certification with the Society of Wine Educators as well. So you are a trained woman. So I asked you to give us some great uh, affordable holiday wines. And uh, that's what you always help me find when I come in and find some great things here. What do we have that you think are great things for people to have at their holiday meals? I picked. A, a white and a red and a sparkling. And the white that I picked is from Palacio de Fefignanes. They specialize in Albarino. And Albarino is a, uh, a grape from Spain, basically in the Rias Bacius area up in Galicia. And it's going to go really well with seafood. And a lot of people do a lot of oysters. And this is a wonderful wine that will go with shellfish and, and in particular oysters. Uh, one of those reasons is it's a, a, on a coastal region of Spain and it gets a lot of coastal influences and that just translates very well. There's two industries in Galicia fishing and winemaking and it's no wonder these wines are really great with seafood but also salads. It's a great aperitif wine because everybody that I introduce Albarino to loves it so I love this. Okay so tell me a little bit about what people can expect when they uh, get their nose in the glass and take a sip. Well first they're going to come across Um, some great fruity aromas of apricot, peaches, um, some green apples, and as always, it seems, uh, some citrus uh, notes of lemon. When they uh, taste it, they're also going to get some nice citrus notes, but a little bit more uh, savory, like a, a baked apple, maybe some honey with that, all balanced out with some great acidity and minerality. All right. And one thing we didn't talk about yet, what is the bottom line? What is the price point on this delicious? I just took a sip. It's delicious. Crisp acidity. If people like, I hate to make the comparison, but if people like Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc, this is a style of white they're going to also like. So what's this going to set you back for the Albarino? Um, This one's going to set us back about $19. Oh, that's I don't think so. Not for a really good, excellently made Albarino. And um, I know there's some people out there who like to read the trade magazines and go online. And and, and for those um, that it's important, it did receive 91 points from Stephen Tanzer, who is, the, I believe, the international wine seller, I think it is, nice. online. 
Very good. It's delicious. I love this. Okay, love that. People like their white, but they love their red. I mean, people go crazy over red. So at the holidays, there's so many different, you know, dishes. Sometimes people are doing roast beef. Sometimes people are doing ham. Um, and you want to have a red around the house that everybody loves. What did you choose for red? I don't like using the word safe bet, but a really good bet to go with, I, I think, during the holiday season is a Pinot Noir. To go a little outside of the box, because that's kind of what we're about here, this Pinot Noir is from New Zealand. Terra Sancta, that's the winery. They have, they're sustainably farmed. They have several different vineyards. And this particular one is from their Mysterious Diggings Vineyard, which is one of the highest elevated vineyards in central Otago. Yeah, this is delicious. What is the price point on the Pinot Noir? It's on sale right now for $23.99, which is a very nice price for a Pinot Noir and for one coming all the way from New Zealand. All right, well, love the white, love the red. What do we have for our bubbly? Oh, you're going to uncork now. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> love it. All right, I'm here, and now we're really celebrating. Okay, what do we have as the bubbly you're pouring? Uh, we're doing uh, the Hillinger Seco Rosé Bubbly. Leo Hillinger is kind of the rock star of Austrian winemaking. Ladies, Google him because he's gorge. <laughs> yeah, he's. it's like looking at a model. It's, it's absolutely insane. He has uh, taken over his family. His family, uh, for generations, have farmed vineyards. And I believe it was back in 1990 that he took over that whole process. And... What he's done is really used um, technology to bring forth the the terroir. As in, as you know, in yes. Europe, it's all about the land, and he has really, really done a great job in uh, taking that to a really high level and very high quality viticulture, which is translating into. Culture. <laughs> yeah, I love this. What is the price on this one? Uh, this one is, I believe, in the 17s. Okay. Um, so the Hillinger Seco is actually a rosé, so it's got some, some nice salmon hues to it. And it's got a little bit, I wouldn't say it's sweet, but there's a little bit of, you know, fruitiness on the finish that if you have one of those relatives that always wants their sweet, sweet wine, I think this is going to be really something that they're going to love. I totally agree with you. And one of the things is this is also made in the Prosecco style. So it's going to be a little bit lighter, a little fruitier than you would normally find. And um, I find that it is absolutely delicious. Amazing lineup here from the Wine Diva. If you want to visit Hair of the Dog, like Joe said, it's off the 322 Easton Bypass. So if you're going to St. Michael's, you're going to the shore, just make the split over to 322. It leads right back out to 50 if that's the way you're going. And amazing wines, Wine Diva. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I mean, it's been a pleasure, as always, with you. So, All right, we're going to finish our wines. You guys are going to take a quick commercial break, and then Joe Petro's coming back with some really artisanal spirits for those of you distilled uh, spirit lovers. We'll be right back on The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. We're back with The Sipping Point, and Joe Petro, owner here of Hair of the Dog Wine and Spirits, is back because you're the spirit guy here. As, in addition to being the owner, right. you're the one that deals with the spirits. And when I say spirits, people, I mean whiskey and bourbon and vodka and gin. So you've picked out two of your artisanal spirits that you found that you love that you're going to um, introduce me to. And tell me a little bit about what you look for when you're bringing new spirits into the store because it's not all about the big 
big brands in here. That's, that's correct, Laura. Like every store, we have the big brands, and we have them stacked this ceiling because you have to play that game in this industry. But what Hair of the Dog is all about, and I think you spoke with uh, Leanne about it, is finding all those eclectic brands, small distilleries, small family-owned wineries that are out there uh, that offer really great craftsmanship, great product, sometimes a little pricier than the big brands because of the economies of scale. But it makes the business fun. And, and what our customers love is when they come in uh, and they're looking for a bourbon or they're looking for a tequila is the breadth of variety that we have. You know, yeah, we have the big brand names again, but we have dozens and dozens of other small distilleries, people most people have never heard of, uh, that uh, it makes it fun for somebody, again, in, like with the wine, to try something different. And craft spirits is a huge segment of the market. And typically, if people love wine and finding great new wines, they also enjoy spirits or beer and other times. So what are, you, what are we tasting first? Well, today, in the spirit of the uh, sunny weather that we're not having, <laughs> uh, we selected a couple uh, brown uh, spirits. Uh, the first one that we're getting ready to taste is a 12-year old single malt from Japan called Hibiki. We like this because it's kind of like the blended wine of single malts. Uh, what Hibiki does is they take a variety of, of single malts and then blend them together. They're each age in different casts, and then they blend them together in the end. So you get the, what we love about blended wines is that you get the characteristics of all of those different varietals that together are, make it better wine. You know, the whole is more better than the individual parts. The Hibiki uh, single malt, we feel, is the same way. It's a kind of a milder style single malt. It's not that space side, real smoky, peaty style that a lot of people like. But it's a great single malt for people, particularly that are just getting into single malts or don't want that real heavy, smoky flavor. Yeah, this is really smooth. I don't drink a lot of scotch or whiskey, I should say. So smooth. And a lot of times scotch is a little much for me, but this is really, really nice. 12 years age. So the more it's aged, I'm assuming the smoother it gets. It's a little bit smoother. Just like with wine, you know, you get that the, the imparting of the oak melts it out, smooths it out a little bit, um, and it makes it a little bit more, again, for, for some people, a little bit more palatable. No, I love it. And, it, and we're just sipping it straight on here. Yeah, and for, and for the record, uh, we, you can tell, tell everybody what time we are sipping this. Uh, no, let's not do that. All right. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. That's all that matters. Okay. So um, now that we tasted that, bourbon is a huge thing going on right now. I mean, a, you know, sort of a, what do you call it? Renaissance, if you will, of bourbon in this uh, country. But uh, this one is not from... Kentucky. That's correct. This is from the hotbed of bourbon, LeClaire, Iowa. Uh, it's called Cody Road. Uh, again, a very small family-owned distillery in LeClaire, Iowa. It's actually named after LeClaire's most prominent citizen, uh, Buffalo Bill, William ah. Cody. Um, and uh, their philosophy, I think a lot of people have heard lately, is the uh, grain to glass. Uh, all, their, all the grains that go into their whiskeys, bourbons, and so forth, uh, are all grown within 25 miles of the distillery. Everything's done right there under one roof. So uh, unlike a lot of bourbons that are sourced from different distilleries uh, and bottled maybe on a different location, everything Cody Road does is done within that one structure. So it's a very unique uh, uh, bourbon. What we're going to be tasting today is actually pretty cool. It is an individual barrel that we purchased from Cody Road. Uh, and I'll have to put my reading glass on so I can read it, but <laughs> it, it is it is batch or barrel number 130. 193. So we bought that entire barrel. Uh, we have 30 uh, bottles of wine, 30, uh, 30 bottles of bourbon, I'm sorry, uh, from that barrel. Um, it's 105 proof bourbon. 
Uh, most people think, wow, that's going to be pretty hot. Woo! <laughs> but as you'll get ready to see, uh, it's a very mellow, mild bourbon. Uh, you can drink and eat. You can put it in a Manhattan. Or if you want to put a little bit of water in it, that's fine. But we really loved it. Again, it fits the philosophy of what we do here at Hair of the Dog, finding these small, more eclectic Great. distilleries. Well, I can't wait to taste it. This is nice. So you bought the entire barrel, which translates to how many bottles? Uh, it's about 30 bottles of uh, bourbon that we got out of the barrel. Wow, uh, so this is very limited. This is very limited. Only here at Hair of the Dog will you find this particular barrel. Uh, their bourbons are basically 70% corn mash. I think they have about 20% wheat and then 10% malt. Uh, okay. So you'll get the uh, the sweetness from the from the corn mash, but then the wheat imparts a little bit of a nuttier kind of flavor to it. So it's a really nice uh, blend, and and we were just taken back by the smoothness of it, especially for something that was uh, high. Okay, in I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> okay, enjoy. Mm. Wow, that is smooth. Isn't that incredible? I mean, we you know when you when you see that proof of alcohol, your first thought is, wow, that's going to have a pretty good burn to it right. uh and like a lot of bourbons do and a lot of people like that but this i thought was so mild and uh particularly for the proof we just fell in love with it so we bought yeah you get barrel. a feeling of warmth mm-hmm. on your tongue and then certainly in your throat as you're swelling but not that burn right. that i usually associate i don't because i don't drink a lot of bourbon right. with that this is really really nice yeah. wonderful okay we didn't talk price so the first one, the Hibiki 12-year whiskey, if somebody is a single malt or a blended malt whiskey fan, this is going to be a great gift for them because it's something different. Yeah, Japanese you, whiskey, exactly. I mean, you don't see every day. Exactly. What What is the price point that on this one? about $65 for okay. that bottle. Right. You can see it's a beautiful package. Uh, it's just, it, it makes a great gift for a single malt drinker who, again, you want to find something different for that person. Right. It's a perfect single malt for them. Yeah. Uh, the Cody Road uh, single barrel bourbon will be in about that same price range. Okay. Bourbons, a lot of the bourbons bourbons are unfortunately not as inexpensive as they used to be but uh again for the money we think it over delivers love it both of them are delicious and you know i find that not that these are only for men but definitely i know some men in my life that would like both of these and guys are hard to buy gifts for they are. i find mm-hmm. i mean it's just so difficult so these are great ideas if you know somebody who loves bourbon or whiskey these are great sort of different something exactly. that they you know that they'll have for a while because you don't just polish off a bottle it's not like wine you don't drink a bottle in a <laughs> day a <laughs> all right joe petro thank you so much for having me here at hair of the dog for this weekend's sipping point tell folks again if they want to come out and visit you whether they live here on the shore or they're just passing through or going to st michael's how can they find you we're, again we are right off the easton bypass in easton maryland uh, so as you're heading east on easton you'll pass the airport the bypass will be right on your right you get on the bypass we're about a mile and a half down the road uh, on the left hand side in the coal shopping center in the Lowe's shopping center uh, again uh, if you're heading to the beach it's an easy bypass you jump on load up for the beach head back get back on the bypass and you're back on 50 in no time heading to st michael's or oxford or whatever we're right on the way so we'd love to have people we get people all the time that stop by uh, coming in from the western shore we love them uh, and they love our store so it's uh it's great and it's been a pleasure to have you here today yeah Thanks. and you know what one thing i forgot to mention you know how coles has coles cash and macy's all of a sudden has mm-hmm. the macy's money well you have the hair of the dog uh rewards which i earn all the time so if right. you buy a certain amount you get a 50 dollar gift certificate and so if people come in, the more they come, the more they make. That's right. You get reward <laughs> points on all your purchases. So the more you buy, the more you, the more you can get. That's exactly right. All right. Happy holidays, Joe, at Hair of the Dog Wine and Spirits here at Easton. Look forward to I'll be seeing you again, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, Laurie. Great to have you. Cheers. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point. I hope you got some great ideas for the holidays. 
And speaking of a great idea, why don't you go see my friends at the Oregon Grill? They have great, amazing food, a wonderful wine list, and they're going to do it all for you, whether it's a family party or corporate party. Check them out. Call them at 410-771-0505, or you can go online to theoregongrill.com. If you're looking for holiday wines and you're more in the Abingdon Bel Air area, I suggest you check out Wine World, another one of our amazing sponsors. You can go visit them online at mywineworld.com. And lastly, if you're looking for a vehicle, a really luxury vehicle, you want to check out my friends at Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis. I'm driving one of their CT hybrids, and I always am riding in style. We'll see you next week, where we'll be back to explore the recipe for a delicious life.